and welcome to episode 56 of Zion's Finest. In this episode, I am joined by Luke Sykes, who hails from the motherland, the United Kingdom, England. I believe he lives in South England. Yeah, he lives in Dover, I believe. Um, I'm joined by Luke Sykes, who's going to be giving a report on his excellent, excellent showing at uh, the European, the recent European Championships. Spoiler alert, Luke is really, really good. He made top 16 at Worlds. I think he might have made top 8 at Worlds. He's an incredibly good player. Uh, he's won nationals before, I believe. I would think he won UK nationals. Awesome. Awesome guy. And I met him at Worlds when we went out for May, and I talked with him, and we, I wasn't able to play a game with him. He played a few games, I think, with Scott from our local group and everything, and he is just such an incredibly cool guy. He's got an incredibly good game sense. He is running scum, but he is not running... Uh, what I would have, what I w- would have thought would be the dominant scum list at Europeans, which I thought would have included IG and not included Java, and he's breaking both of those rules. So we'll get into it um, with Luke's giving his report. It's just awesome. You're going to really, really enjoy this episode. The logistics: we've gotten a little bit of news. FFG spoiled the Lothcats in their recent article. Uh, the jury is still a little bit out on them. I don't think they're going to be bad. They're rolling a black dice. They've got, you know, they've got interest, an uh, interesting stat line. They're they're not clearly broken, which is probably a good thing at this point. Uh, not a whole ton of news. Our store champ season here in Utah is just ramping up to the max. We're going to be having store championships all the time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I encourage everybody who's listening to contact your local stores to see if they're having store champs. If they're not, if you live in an area that doesn't have a store champ, what we were able to do, and we might do an episode on this in the future, is talk about um, how it is that you can kind of get your local area going. So for us, we have just been hounding the local stores. A few of our players in particular, Matt, Daniel, Butler, have just been hounding stores for you know years <laughs> in order to support us, just in terms of asking about or ordering tournament kits and stuff. And obviously the podcast has helped out a little bit. And eventually, you know, things have just kind of gotten going and we're just having a ton of fun. And so if you live in an area that doesn't have store champs, it wouldn't hurt to contact your local stores and see if there's anything they could do in order to order a prize kit. Maybe you could get a few guys who play campaign out. That would actually not be bad, in my opinion. You know, if you're if you are in a small area that doesn't have a lot of organized play. Having a tournament kit where people are pretty much guaranteed to get good prizes, that's something that will pull people out of the woodwork. It's pulled me out of the woodwork for F- other FFG games. You know, just like the thought of, oh, I'd like to get that, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to spiel on about that too long. Contact your local stores. Get involved in store champs. It's going to be awesome. Um, no other news. Join us on the Slack channel by sending an email, designsfinestia at gmail.com, and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. I'm waiting for Thrawn's alt art card to get spoiled. We've got a sweet, sweet, sweet um, Thrawn alt art print that's ready to go. We're just waiting for a skirmish card to get spoiled, and then that is going to be going out to Patreon. So it's going to be awesome. And that's it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, this is Kenny Brown, and I am joined by Luke Sykes. Hi, Kenny. Luke is an absolutely amazing, amazing player. He hails from my most favorite home country, the the United Kingdom, and he's going to be giving us his Euros report today. Um, spoiler alert: Luke did really well. How well he did, I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him give the details on. But first off, let's let uh, Luke do an introduction for himself. Uh, hi, I'm Luke. Uh, yeah, I'm from the UK. Uh, I live down on the Dover coast uh, in Kent, so quite a nice little area. I've been playing IA for about three years now. Uh, well, the skirmish more competitively. I played the campaign since it came out, but luckily I managed to dodge the 4x4 era. Yes, indeed. 
and um there's quite a few little venues because over here it's not that far to travel like to get up to london it's an hour to an hour and a half okay Uh, so yeah i travel to a lot of like the uh, there's a game store in woking one in bromley um, and i've got my local one that i travel to that's awesome i've heard about woking um i don't know if it was with i or x-wing but yeah it seems like there's a good little community there yeah, I buy war games. I'll give them the little shout because oh, that, that's it. That's it. I buy war games. I have the, I have, they're the ones I've heard of. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, there's another one. I, I'm gonna get to it because I'll do the little because like there's Warbore in Bromley. Yes, which also is heard of them. Really nice, popular, and then Curtain Games. Yep, also uh, awesome. Yep, they're all really good guys. Like the Curtain Games, uh, they um, often do the judging for Euros and stuff. They weren't they able to do this one, but uh, they often come and do that. Yeah, and they also I've uh, they they have videos that they put online. I'll actually include a link in the show notes for their YouTube channel. They do a lot of great work. So yeah, yeah those are some awesome stores. And then my local one's Chaos Cards, which is kind of it's only been open what a year, and it's just developing its own little kind of scene. But it's a lovely little place to have right on my doorstep to go and play games. That is so awesome. Who do you uh, play with most, Luke? Are there like do you have some tests, some sparring partners that you play with a lot? I've got, um, I have a friend who I will refer to, uh, and he even says it, that he knows that it's to kind of beat on a little bit, uh, to try it. And that's Pete, um, great guy. Uh, yeah. but he, he really helped like coming to worlds. He was running Hound Rangers because I thought it would be something before I came out there. And so he was doing that and got a few games where he beat me. And it was just because I wasn't prepared for where you could hide Han, especially mm. on, uh, Escrew yes yes oh man and so it was good for the practice on that and then um i've like alistair scott Mm, yes indeed most people know alistair through the scene and so i often get games against him and young isaac oh yes indeed isaac isaac kajo yeah our young prodigy he is really flying out there at the moment and there's (laughs) so many good players that i know like when we went obviously going to euros you get to seeing all like people that you've played all over the friends and like the good rivalries yeah it's gonna be a challenging game absolutely i mean europe really does have i mean you guys are just killing it you know you come out to worlds and you can talk about this a little bit but i mean the europeans who came out for worlds all did really really well you guys had a lot of the top 16 it's a very 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 competitive field um actually that brings that up tell so tell us about your previous uh organized play results before we get into euros okay so uh i really normally only i used to stick just to like the store championships uh the local what kind of ones i'd go to the bromley and all of that and woking and it was just kind of more fun and then i start i went to my first nationals was 2016 um i managed to get to the final and this was when people thought the bantha was dead at that point and this because 2016 was before they had the fix where for each model you killed you got the points oh yes yes indeed that's going back a bit isn't it for the you had to kill whole units yeah that is rough and stormtroopers were still a thing and it was great fun but the bantha was so man of the match because it was just like oh look uh, if i can squish a whole squad i'm gonna do well here yes indeed (laughs) they're all dead so i just scored all the points right there so yeah, that was a. Uh, I've always liked scum. So it was uh, that list was going like Bantha, Bosk, and then Rebel Care Package at that point because there was no Jabba. Yeah. Um, and so I came second. I lost to Alistair Scott. Mm. There, there's an ongoing rivalry here. You'll see how many times it possibly comes up. 
but he there was a I, I we played and it was a brilliant game and by the end of it it was a, it's become a great friendship from that game so I l- love that one because it then spurred me on to go to more events that's awesome and so then we had uh, Euros uh, 2017 uh, I managed to get top four there Okay. Uh, losing, oddly enough, the person who knocked me out was Greg, who um, was in the finals of Worlds this year. Ah, Greg Monson, the American yeah. in Paris. Yep, and so he was really nice guy, brilliant game, and we had played in the Swiss in Euros, and I'd beaten him. Okay. He was over-committing with IG. Okay. And so running him forward, and I managed to get a ridiculous kind of combo assassination uh strength in numbers shot, and then when we played in the top uh, four, he all of a sudden kind of held IG back and was played far more conservative. But as soon as he got down to, I think I had IG down to one health, IG ran away, did very smart oh. play. Yes, indeed. And that was it. You can't odds that. You just have to go, okay, it was a great game. He really did well. And so, yeah, so Greg obviously played him and I'm quite glad he was in the final at Worlds it was a great match to watch absolutely um, what were you running for Euros last year so Euros last year is the same list I ran this year oh okay okay we, we, we can get to that in a second and wait was it the same list you ran at Worlds this yep, year yeah same list I ran at Worlds and same list that the next one was Nationals 2017 which I won which got me to Worlds Okay. All right. Well, with that being the case, then uh, we, you should say how well you did at Worlds. You did very well. Yeah. So I won the UK National uh, last year, and then I ended up going to Worlds, and I managed to get to the top eight, which was great. Yes, indeed. Um, played some awesome people. Uh, Gil from France was the guy who I played uh, in the top 16. Really nice mm. uh, match. Uh, the bit that scared him there, and it was kind of one of these bits that uh, shows on it, was... Um, I had Price on their heads on Vader, mm-hmm. and he saw Black Market get turned, and it was Celebration. Oh my gosh. And so it isn't just 21 points with that, because that uh, I had Jabba, so it's a 22-point swing. That's so insane. And he saw it, and Vader had already taken nine damage. Oh man. And so Vader had to back off, which gave me a, a huge kind of, oh cool, I haven't got to worry about him. And I was already sat on, I think, 18 points at the time or something, or 17. So if I killed Vader, it was going to be like, oh, yeah, you're so close to that's the end game. Yeah. So, yeah, that was – that was so, yeah. And then I played uh, Daniel Taylor, obviously three-time world champ. um, Yeah. And I I felt that at the time I was really happy with it. Uh, I remember there was a few misplays by myself. Uh Um, I forgot shielded early on on one of them. Oh, Oof. And it's like a real, but all of a sudden it's been a long day and I was quite happy. It was just one of those, okay, well, oh, carry sure. on. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, I, I gave Vinto, there was a positioning problem by myself mm. that I remember um, putting Vinto uh, too far around the corner so that IG only had to do his two movement and get two shots off. Oh, no. And that was well, something you do, isn't it? You learn from it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, I attribute a lot of that to just being tired, though, right? And, like, having played, that was probably your, what, ninth, ninth game of skirmish in two days? But no, because you'd, you'd played the day before. So it's yeah, like we, you, were playing, we were playing fun games the day before as well. 
Yeah, I mean, but you've just been playing, I mean, so much IA, so to- totally understandable. Yeah, I, I was quite happy with it because at the time you think and then you look at it and you go, hmm, and it, but it also makes you refocus. I find that you often learn more from a loss. Mm, absolutely. Uh, you refocus, you have to kind of go, this is what I need to do now. Oh, look, I'm going to think of my positioning better. So, yeah, I, I really... I enjoyed it and I learned so much from that game that I feel that Euros then helped me, uh, well, Worlds helped me with Euros. Awesome. All right, well, then let's get to Euros. Tell us first, uh, tell us about your list that has done you so well for so long. Well, so as my odd list, and even I saw uh, Brett's recent review where he said I had a very odd activation, uh, extreme uh, attack list, <laughs> uh, Brett Kelly uh, put a yeah. review up and it was brilliant. But um, So, yeah, I run Jabba. Uh, okay. With Vinto and Ona. Okay. Two sets of Elite Weekwe or Weekwe, whichever prefer- preference people have. And then uh, for the Temporary Alliance, I have Heather and C3PO. Interesting. Okay. Devious Scheme and Black Market. And okay. I mean, that's a that's an interesting list because it. I would have think like that would have been a somewhat standard list probably about a year ago, right? Before people had really caught on to IG. But it seems like that is not like that's not um, the way that people are approaching. I mean, Brett has you know kind of convinced all of us. I don't know if he's convinced us, but Brett's been dogging on Java for a little while, you know. And Vinto also doesn't get like a ton of love, and so like it's really interesting. Like I'd look at that list and be like, oh. Was this winning worlds like a year ago? But it's like you're doing so awesome with it. So like, why? Like, what's the philosophy behind the list? Why do you still love it? I, I really like it because I like Jabba. I, I like the okay. versatility he does offer. Okay. Um, I know it's like people can people look at it and normally go, "Well, you could have R two and Gideon." Yes. And that seems to be obviously the kind of world's meta that was there. Yep was like well we can have Gideon and R2 you get the extra movement anyway you get almost three of Jabba's abilities without having to pay the two points for the attack because you get the two movement you've got the focus and you've got two activations instead of one yep Uh, the bit that you're trading off is you're not gaining the almost point rush oh that's true and I feel like depending on the mission uh, it helped me the point rush so many of my games celebration has won me an awful lot over the last few. Yeah. Even in the game against at Worlds against DT, uh, Greedo uh, was killed with price on his heads and celebrated. Oh my gosh! For a thirteen a 12, point swing. Tw- oh yeah, that's right, thirteen because of Jabba. Because Holy of Jabba. Smokes. It's like yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Greedo's got to do some work. Greedo's like, oh right, well now he's worth Darth Vader. Yeah, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that kill. The the only issue I found is like uh, when you get to um, tie breaks. This mm, first tie break is models killed. Yep. And if I've if I've killed well, I've normally uh, won the match. If I haven't, mm. uh, you find that it's like right. Well, if it goes to first tie break, uh, I'm more than likely going to have not gained this if I've used the point cards to get to the same level as you. That makes sense. But man alive, I mean, just the prospect of being able to get eight points off of two cards. And like you were saying, in your top 16 match, you put, you know, uh, price on their heads on Vader and then he, you you see celebrate. Now, all of a sudden, like that completely changes that game, you know, for the for your opposing player. And that is awesome. Such an aw- I actually heard about that 
someone was like saying, oh my gosh, Luke just did, you know, this crazy thing. And he was talking about it while we're at Worlds. And I was like, what? Like, I, I, I was like struggling to like comprehend what was going on. And now like listening to you describe it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like the coolest thing in the world to like force a Vader to pull back. Because even though he's like, you know, not dead yet, like if you pull any kind of a swing, that's, you know, 22 points. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, it is. And it's 22 points for it's making Vader almost cost his old point cost. Yeah. And yeah, people, yeah. you want to throw Vader out there because you want his extra attacks. If you're turning Vader into, uh, yeah, it's great. He can do the auto two damage with his choke, but yes. if that's what you're having to turn him into, it's like, right, well, he's not swinging the lightsaber, which will kill one of my, especially with my list. It will kill Absolutely. a model every time. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. That is some, that is very creative and adaptive skill play, Luke. I am. I am. I'm going to be thinking about this for a little while. So, <laughs> well, it, it's something different. I think originally, because it was obviously this list has been running with me for um, about a year and a bit now, and I've the command cards have changed quite a bit. Like okay. when I went to the first Euros, I was running the can I get the lucky burst off because like I had squad swarm and strength in numbers mm. in there. Okay. And if I managed to pull that off, it meant that you'd get both sets of Weekly um, and Vinto mm. as a three activation burst. Right, what can I take off your side of the table? And often people couldn't recover from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can kill Vader, right? Like you could kill Vader with that. You can kill Han with that. There's, you can kill. Well, yeah. you can kill. Like you can kill Han and watch him. And that's if he on the lambs, and you've still got another unit that can then chase him to wherever he's oh, hidden. Yes, I um, love that. And then Vinto can then chase, and it's like, okay, uh, well, what else do I want to try and kill this turn? Yeah. Mm. So, um, uh, but that had to come out because Wiki are always a target priority for people. Uh, yep. As soon as you lose one, the squad's not as effective. I find that they they really want that you want. It's effectively a glass cannon list. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Onar hits like a freight train. I think Vinto has his place. Like against Imperials, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's far better at taking out Imperials than he ever is at Rebels. That's interesting. Uh, my view, anyway, I think Vinto's great against Black Dice. Okay, because he can. he's got his strong pierce. Yeah, he's got strong pierce, the rapid fire, but Vinto's often in there for the guaranteed one damage. Yep. I, oh, that's huge. And it is. It's just a. I've never. I've often. You're deliberately taking shots that you know you'll either miss or you're not worried about. If they do something great, because I want. I'm going to kill that model because it's got one health left. Wonderful. Yeah. I absolutely. haven't had to roll a dice really to deal with it. It's anything that does auto damage. And I think that's the same with Onar. Absolutely. Oh, man. I love that. Because that's that was great. something that came up at Worlds and I managed to pull it off in Euros was uh, Onar with. Um, he would put a price on their heads. He killed uh, R2. Okay. R2 had five health. Um, I was four spaces away, so I priced on their heads onto R2 and then rushed. Oh, yes. Yes. Kills R2, don't have to worry about that lucky. Yeah. And with Jabba, it's eight points again. Oh, my gosh. So it's a quarter. It's nearly a quarter of what you need, and you've killed a model that they're using to scomp or whatever. And it's like, yay, that's really man wow wow we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on that a little bit more luke i'm i'm kind of surprised that that I, i'm surprised that that is not talked about more we're gonna have to think about that that's I think, awesome i think price on their heads is uh it's very situational because it's an action to play 
Okay. But it, it has been, like, price on their heads and celebration for this current Euros have probably been men of the match more often than anything else because it was like, oh, okay, you've put someone near that objective. I've got a weak green next to it. Do you know what? I'm not going to hide. I reckon my two green dice and the re-roll should take out your last small amount of health, hopefully. I'll price on their heads and shoot you. Yeah. And it's just that extra swing because they're going, well, you can't, nobody's, there was very little or I didn't come across any com disrupt. Okay. So when you're playing it, it's not like Celebration where you can negate it if it's going to be a game winner. Yep, absolutely. But if you're right next to them and it's like, well, okay, I don't have to move. I will just, yeah, price and then shoot you. And worst case is I've got the second one in the squad, hopefully to finish you off if that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. How awesome. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's um, I've enjoyed the list. I'll, do you want me to go through, the, like, the command cards? Um, Let's – I mean, we, we. I assume you've got, like, the Hunter suite, which is good, and, yeah. like, you've got these 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 two uh, big point scores. Are there any other, like, out of place – or not out of place, like, any other kind of different cards? I don't think there's anything – no, it's all, like, the normal tough luck and then all the Hunter thing. I have got primary target in there. Okay, that's uh, a, great, a great card. It is, and I think so even more so now because of the prevalence of Han, Vader, and IG. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, that, that card really, I think, showed its its salt at Worlds this year. Yeah. So, it's awesome. such a, I, I, It can be, but it's also like for my list, where you've got to... It's slow focus. Yeah. And you saw some of the, like the Rebel ones where it's like, well, we can get focus everywhere. Um, yeah, and I feel like having that extra right well i don't have to what i can only have to focus one in the unit if i've got it in hand uh the only other one is to the limit that i feel is such a good card with this list especially for onar i assume and maybe java like tell us how how to the limit works right so to the limit it's a use after you resolve a action uh one of the special actions and during your activation to perform one additional action then you become stunned now you can use it effectively the uh only model that doesn't can't use it in my list is Hera. Oh, that's true. Because everyone else does have special actions. Oh, everyone yes. has a special action. So mm. on some matches, I've used it with uh, a weak ray to, uh, if I need to run forward, hide, then shoot. Mm. Because I, I, I need to push that little bit of damage. Mm. Um, so having that surge, or because I know they're next to 3PO and I'm going to have to worry about that. So uh, there is that, and then I often wouldn't. You, you're never going to use it with three PO, but it is a potential. And Vinto, not normally, but Onar especially, because he doesn't get stunned. Yes. Absolutely. So an eight space rush, where you move, <laughs> rush, and then shoot. Oh man! Uh, so you can often draw out negation from that. It does mean yeah. you're throwing Onar out there, but it's uh, sometimes it's that calculated risk you have to take absolutely i mean and onar is he's going to take at least two and if they're not like a high a high offense list three hits to bring down and that's that's a lot right like that's a lot to deal with yeah especially if you're stalling out to use him last so you Mm. make sure that you can hopefully use him and then it will be your initiative or something set next yeah so he's often one that i like to go last with just for that Yep, he's going to charge up, and if he's focused, red, green, green, blue does a lot. Oh. Yeah, and that's assuming you don't have any hunter cards. I mean, Onar really does. He He's like Vader, kind of like a mini Vader, and then he just puts so much pressure on the board in terms of what he can remove, right? Yeah. He, I mean, he can hit harder than Vader, right? That's kind of insane when you think about it, but he can absolutely do 
way more damage in an attack than Vader can. And so that's kind of crazy if you think about it. But yeah, Onar, he's he's a truck. Yeah, and it, like because strength in numbers is in here for so many reasons. Um, but going back to sorry to the limit, then yeah, Jabba, it's it's really useful because sometimes you don't care if Jabba's stunned, you can still do special actions. Yeah, that's true. So when you need to, sometimes if you need to order that hit because you need to kill him, but you need to push it, you can go right. Well, uh, I will focus someone to the limit. And then mm-hmm. order the hit. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you've still got the two actions to perform order the hit. So you go, great. And now you've got Onar in your face, focused up the top end of the field. And I still get the extra shot. Yeah, I love that. I really love that. But that's where, again, because strength in numbers, I think, is because it's like, right, do I want to use Weequay and Vinto? Or the other combo is Jabba Onar. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. Well, yeah, two Onar, good swings. Well, yeah, Onar with a double attack can deal with IG. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, so, if he's in yeah, his grill. You're worth, it's worth then spending the two points, but it's obviously a big gamble because you're putting, you're using a lot of your attack play. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's very true. Um, well, with that being the case, now that we've kind of got the frame, I, I would love to get into you. Um, let's talk about Euros, how it went, and if they're what, what I'd like, what, what we're going to focus the conversation on is this is going to be mostly Luke talking about um, not not like the high level, but just like in terms of he's running a list that most of us either we might have like some experience with it, but I highly doubt that a ton of people are running this list now. So what I've asked Luke to talk about is more to focus on. Um, like the how the how the list works, right? And like what like, this is not a list like Han Han um, Rangers or IG Pirates, where like IG Pirates, your win condition is you wait, you play conservative until you've got Blaze of Glory, then you go out and you you know smoke everybody, right? Or Vader is like you do your parting blow combo. Han Rangers is you know you get focused up until like you've got enough pressure on the board or you can do a swing like with Call of the Vanguard or something and, you know, you just start removing pieces. Luke's list is, is it functions kind of in like the same world in terms of like their hunters, but it's very different in terms of its mechanics. So as he's going through his battle report, that's going to be one thing that like I'll, I'll ask you about is just in terms of focusing on, you know, the mission that you're on, what your what list your opponent's running, what your plan is and kind of how the game goes. So if that's all right, Lucas, let's, or Luke, let's just jump right in. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Awesome. All right. Round one. Okay. Right. I'm going to do discredits to people because I can't remember everyone's names. And I've, that- I've got most of them, or I at least it might not be in the right order, but I've got at least uh, five of the people and what they were playing. That's awesome. That is, that, that is perfect. So on the, um, uh, the uh, Swiss, it was six rounds. Uh, the first match, I believe, which was really funny... Um, was against uh, a Paul O'Boyle who I had played in Nationals uh, the previous year. Okay. So it was a Nationals final off. Yes. As our first game, I think. Um, And he's running uh, Jedi Luke. Oh, really? Yeah, he, 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 he hadn't changed his list since Nationals, so we both laughed when we sat down. That's awesome. Um, so he runs. Uh, it's almost that. It's a six activation rebel list, which is probably okay. a shock. Yeah, um, that is kind of a shock. But he did really well on the day. But it's uh, Luke, Obi Wan, Hera, R two, three PO Rangers. Okay. Uh, I th- 
I, I believe that's it. There might be, I might be missing something, but it's, it's a Luke Ranger list and wow. he plays really aggressive. Really? Yeah. If he, you can almost, if he has son of Skywalker turn one, Luke will be in your lines. Really? Uh, and it can really like, he managed to, I'm, I was quite, it was a really tough game and he managed to get the son of Skywalker of turn one. I lost three week way. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the the pullback, Onar and Vinto effectively managed to finish nearly everything else off. And he had thrown Luke out there, and I managed to kill Luke on the like the following turn. Okay. And it took. Uh, he luckily I, I'd already done a lot of damage, so he had like three health left. Okay. So that was the uh, the the lucky bit that I'd already done enough, but Luke died, but I've already lost like most of my attacking unit he's still got three full uh, full ranger unit all the support uh, yeah and it relied on me almost uh fighting back and this is where i managed to get a onar rush price on their heads onto his r2 yes uh, and so that was one of the bits and then he was looking at it and it's like yeah i've got a massive kill bonus so <laughs> it was a great game uh it's a it's almost nice to see a different list. Absolutely. What what uh, map were you on? That was on uh, back alleys. Okay. And it was a I believe it was collect the crates. Okay. That concealed treasures. Yes. Awesome. So, very very cool. Yeah, it's not a map. See, my my list on the whole with all of the missions. If there's points that you only have to stand by to collect. Loves them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I have no runners, really. No. Nope. As uh, Avidas, who's the previous European champion, he always uh-huh. laughs at it. And I, I got on really well with him at Worlds and obviously knew him from last Euros. And he always, because he runs a, a scum list, but he has lots of run- he has runners as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't have runners. You just have shooters, right? And then, like, the support that you have to focus up your shooters. So, yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. It, it becomes a very different game. I often end up... When you've got the running one, it means Vinto has to default to that, especially as he's speed five. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. And the extra movement from Hera, that's what I have to use him for a little bit. But yeah, yeah it is an offense list. And so when I see any of the ones where it's uh, collect crates, uh, I have a little bit inside that cries. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right, uh, well, so on to round two. Uh, okay, round two, I played Craig Jones. Um, guy okay. I've played before, really nice, uh, and he was running Chewy Han Jock list. Yes, this is awesome. So yeah, great list. Great to see lots of smugglers uh, have some Wookies in there. Yeah, and it become a. It was a real for. We were playing on Uskru the. Um, I'll think of the name. The droid where you have to get the droids across. Priority message. That's the one, priority message. So we were playing priority message, which meant I could charge up, but I'm not getting the early points I want for black market or anything else like that. Uh, So I had to sit back, build up, and then I could, because he's got three big high health models. uh, That both hit very hard. Oh, yeah, massively. And I kind of decided I didn't really want to shoot hand, but then I also know he's got um, debts repaid in hand. Mm-hmm. Good which point. I can't really deal with. And it's like, right, so I've got to hit Chewy because I don't want a big debts repaid uh, smack back. 
and we were, I think, turn three, and it was still like nil nil. Oh my gosh! Because I can, I'm I'm peppering him with light damage on stuff. He's yeah. peppered me, and I've had to on the lamb, so we're kind of having this to and fro. But he had a massive hand, and I he hadn't played on the lamb yet. And okay. the bit that helped me swing it was uh, I drew him out with the first focused shot from a weak way onto okay. Chewy that was going to be, I think it was going to be about eight damage. And Chewy hadn't taken much at this point, and so he on the land. Okay. Uh, um, and I think because I th- Chewy had about 10 or 11 health left. Okay. And so he's on the land away. Um managed to kind of move enough that I couldn't see him with that one. And then the second weak way, or weaky, I'm going to, because I know there's a big, but the uh, second one moved up with primary target. And mm. I had primary target and tools for the job and on the lambs now being burnt. Yeah, indeed. Here, com- uh, here comes the hammer. Yeah. So I then have gone round. I managed to get Chewy to one health, which, you know, happy with that because I then played strength in numbers Vinto came around the corner and uh, Drock at this mm. point, Drockata had only got about five health left. Okay. And so with a focus shot, Vinto double shot, and I could bolt sling to finish Chewy. So Vinto oh, managed to get the double kill of both Wookiees. Oh my gosh. Uh, and so I think I celebrated, it basically gave me 26 points. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's tough when one figure. I mean, obviously you put some weak way shots into it, but when one figure is a one activation, you're able to remove two units. That's rough. Yeah, well, it, it cost me two, but it was like when you've got the, it, it, you're going to do that play. Yeah. Because you need to. It's like right, and we were both at naught points, and it's like uh, I need to get points on the board here, because yeah. otherwise we're gonna. I need to get some of the offense out that I've got in the list. And seeing both of those go down, and then it kind of was running to time. Um, so, yeah, great game. It was just Vinto did his job and pinged that one auto damage again. That's awesome. Gosh, good good old, good old Vinto. <laughs> All right, so you're 2-0. and oh, On to round three. So round three, uh, I played Josh Collins, I believe, and he was running, I think it was Harm Rangers. Okay. So it's the first Harm Rangers of the tournament. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, a bit more of an uphill struggle because I believe it was on a collecting one of the, I think that was, I think that was stashed away. Okay. So it was a better one for the back alleys for me. Okay. Um, and I was able, he'd put, he'd put hand forward. And I think the big bit that helped there was I got an early kill on hand. Ooh, huge. Uh, yes, uh, it was an early kill because I've managed to put the first shot in. There was no one on the lamb, and it was a six damage. And you can take the second shot, and it's like, oh look, there's the final six, and he, there's no one on the lamb play. So he's obviously not got it. I've managed to get into a position that meant I could get rid of Han. Yeah, well, Onar can one shot one. Vinto with his double shot can normally put enough on that it then makes them either falling round killable by bolt slinging or from rush. Which it seems to be, my one is, if I can get you to six, I'm actually quite happy. I don't need to get the insta-kill if I've got something yeah. still that's going to ping that one. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was a it was a good match. I played Josh a few, quite a few times before. It's a really good. I like the scene over here because a lot of the guys are willing to travel, so you get people up and down the country. That's awesome. 
So, yeah, um, it was a really good game. Uh, and, yeah, then it was on to round four. And you're 3-0 at this point, so we yeah. keep ticking up. We're ticking up, and then I I think this is where I've played a gent I can't remember. Okay. Uh, and I can't remember this game at all. So I apologize okay. for whoever this was. <laughs> That's all uh, right. I, 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 you know, when it's like it's been a while now, and I, there was a lot of Han Rangers, but I think this list was slightly different. But I haven't got the memory of it. That's all right. Uh, was it? It was a Han Rangers list. I, I'm gonna. I would assume, but I, I really, I have no recollection. It's like one of those. Obviously, it, it was uh, middle of the day. I think hunger was yep. setting in. <laughs> That's right. That's it. And so uh, it's like the new point of where you've got to play something different. And I, 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 I almost think it's not going to be one of the regular guys I knew. I think this guy was one of the Europeans who's travelled across. Okay. So it was probably because every game, I know by far, I can say without a doubt, every game was just really awesome, friendly, perfect, and you know you just can enjoy. Absolutely. Awesome. But uh, did, did you win this game? I, I won this one. Okay. Uh, or this might have been round five, but I, I, I so I'm 4-0. Okay. Whichever way, one of the game, the next one of the games, either game four or game five was against a guy called David or Vid as we all know him. Okay. And he was running a scum Iggy list. Okay. And I uh, have played him many times before. And he uh, beat me, which was the oh. so, and it was one of these because it, for him he, it was huge, it was brilliant, and it was one of the first times he uh, he's beaten me. Okay. Um, the final score on the round was uh, thirty-one, thirty-one. Holy smokes! <laughs> so yeah, it was. You know when you get those games that are gonna stick because it was like uh, I was crawling back, and I uh, he'd had a big. Uh, blaze turn okay and so like where i had the uh, triple weekly uh, killed by luke turn one on first game uh, on this game he had had a big ig and three uh, weekly had been blown away by ig gosh dang and so that Pre- made a massive hole yeah that is that is, that is rough but you were obviously able to pull pull it close but you lost in the tie I lost in the tie. Technically, if he'd thought about it, he would have won because there was this was on raining freight. Okay. And there was a freight left and he had the final activation. And if he had picked it up, it would have been 33, 31. But it was like oh. we said, it was that awkward part of the day. And he just said, oh, I've got that slightly wrong. And I was like, yeah, but I think you've got it on tie break because I've managed to rush your points. Mm. Um, I think I celebrated and I had to use a, I used an Onar Jabber strength in numbers to deal with IG after he'd blazed. Yeah. So it was to get IG off, but at that point, he's already claimed 12 points and done his job and taken out most of my offense. Absolutely. Did you? How many IGs did you play on the day, Luke? I think only one. And was this the only one? I think this was the only one. I th- I might have played a second. It might have been the other gent who was the European guy that I beat was an IG rather than a Han Rangers. I think I played more than one because I think I, I only played one Imperial across... Uh, the two days if it is i would kind of like um what give us your thoughts on dealing with ig right you're not running ig which most most scum lists are running him like what is your plan like how do you deal with him obviously you've done really really well like what what's the what's the strategy for dealing with ig so at the moment with this list i kind of have to look 
it depends on the map as well, and that's the problem. Because like now Hutter, and this is what happened at Worlds, if you get IG, he can try and gamble the long range shots. Yes, indeed. And so he can he can do what Rangers do. Not I would feel as well to get the accuracy, but he can take the long range shot up the map and try yep. and take early points. Yeah. And so that's a huge problem. Whereas on other maps, you can lure him or you can see where he's going to kind of go and either outrange him or try and uh, rush the damage. And okay. that seems to be my way. I have to look at, right, I need to hit him hard with enough. Uh, like one decent unit of weepy shots will do most of his health. Yes, that's true. Uh, even if you're looking at right well you can do 10 it puts him well within killable of a lot of other things and so I think my strategy would normally start that it's who I'm going to focus up so often if it's a rebel list um, you are I'm normally doing Onar and one of the weak way okay Um, if it's an imperial list it's normally Onar Vinto okay and when it was an IG, I normally want to have a unit of uh, wiki that are fully hidden focused, ready yes, just indeed. to kind of hide and deal with him. Okay. That and makes so sense. that's kind of more, and it's looking at what cards you've got, because like the difference is like if, I'm, if I've got the cards in hand to deal with white dice, and that's so like heightened reflexes, element of surprise... Um, you can almost afford to put it on uh, Onar and Vinto. Yeah, absolutely. Because you've got the recalls with the wiki anyway, so you can deal with them. Whereas if it's IG, uh, you don't need those dice, so you can just go, right, well, Onar can do the big damage. But if Onar runs up to IG or Han, for that matter, uh, Onar's toast. Yeah, absolutely. He'll, he so, will die. As, yeah, you have to change your... Um, I, I, that's where I'm changing is it's right okay are the wiki going to be uh, a more defensive reactive or are they going to be the offensive uh, shooters okay makes total uh, sense so yeah it's the, the joy of the list is that it is all offense but it's I've got enough bodies still that okay right well who's going to go and have to sit on the objectives turn one or two while the others go and do some killing um, and it's just switching out which side of it is doing it awesome awesome alright well now, with that detour, you are 4-1 and one on to round 6. Yeah, so 4-1, and one, um, and because they did the new uh, top 22, top 3rd cut. Okay. So however many people there are going to be, the top 3rd are going to get a cut. Okay. Um, and it's something that they've had from X-Wing. So okay. they're going to... It meant that basically 22 people were going to get through... Okay. And what they do is the uh, top 10 from that, because they need to round it down to a number that will break down. So, you know, 8, 16, 32. Yeah. Um, so the top 10, which would be all the 5 and 1s and the 6 and 0. Oh, okay. Effectively get like a buy on the next day in the knockout Okay, that stages. makes sense. That and then the sense. other 12 have to play for their spot. So you've got 22. Okay. So all the 4 and 2s effectively get paired up and then get the top six from that, or the six that win their games, get put into the top 16. Okay. So I'm sat with this uh, Jerome from France. Brilliant guy. Really pleasure to meet him and play. And he's uh, a friend of Gil, who I played at Worlds um, with the Vader list. Yeah. So knew him, knew the French team a little bit. They were great guys. Um, But so we both knew we're into the next day. 
Yeah. Uh, but what it kind of decided was if you're going in as five and one and you can sit around for the first bit. Yeah. Or if you've got to play for your spot to get into the top 16. And it kind of works because I kind of like the fact that then it means everybody in the top 16, you are five and something. Minimum. Yeah, I do like that. I like that a lot. And it means you get more people through because then when you tell everyone, right, well, if you get to four and two, you're through to tomorrow. Yeah, that is awesome. It's like, right, okay, I know exactly what I need to do. Uh, So if I'm three and two or, you know, it's worth playing the final game. Absolutely. And like, as opposed to like worlds where it's like, even if you make five and two, a lot of five and twos aren't going to make the cut. Right. Yeah. It it very much depends on who you lose to. And so, and how late you, how late you lose is realistically what matters the most. Yeah, exactly. And that was so it was nice to see this. At first, we were all going, how's this going to work? And once I've seen it, I'm actually a big advocate of it. I think it was quite nice because it also meant more people got involved uh, day two. Yeah, I love that. Um, So we we were both there and um, he was running Han Rangers. Okay. And uh, really close game. As in, there was a point difference. A lot of these games, if I didn't get the win, or, you know, as in it was a fairly, it was points. Really? They were all close, good games. So, yeah, Han Rangers. The big bit it came down to was uh, I went for a, right near the end, uh, Onar's gone for a to-the-limit rush to try and kill Hera. Okay. So I've tried to to rush to the limit to get the shot. And he negated the to the limit. Ah, oh, damn it! Well, it's got to happen, and it's like, no, great, cool, you've stopped that. Uh, he cleared it up. We've managed to get to. I was on twenty-eight points. Okay. And he was on twenty-three. Okay. And Han shot at the end of round because Han was like, Han had to run away. He was a bit bleeding out. And he shot Onar. Okay. And we had a very gentlemanly bit where we're going, oh, what's happened? What's... But effectively, Han uh, got Onar. Okay. And the so it's now 29-28. Okay. Black market kicks in. Oh, boy. And I'd already kind of... I hadn't really looked, but my final card that was on the bottom of the deck was tools for the job, so sold for two points. Yes. Oh man. So That's Black so Market <laughs> saved the uh, day. That's man, Luke. Luke, you're like your games are like the story of how like this clever mechanic of like maximizing points can just completely snag these games that otherwise otherwise you would think were out of out of the picture. That's so awesome. Well, it was a really nice end because we were both there and we had to, we were there going, does it matter? Which is this? And because it was kind of a little bit key and we're both going right, yeah. we're through and it had been a really, you know, awesome game. Really loved the guy. He was just brilliant to play against. And it's like, oh, this is, and we had this awkward bit where we we're going, right, okay. And we were waiting for a bit of a decision and then it was like, right, well, should I just turn my last card? And it's like, yep, yeah, okay. Uh, Black market seals it anyway. So oh, it, yeah. it uh, and oddly enough, like I, I, I say that the men of the match with the price on their heads and celebration, black market and choosing to sell often was one of the bits that I had to do or I was doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I, it's just it's almost like um, how 
it's all, I, I, I don't know if this is how it was designed by the developers, but it's like the, well, we're, we're scum. We don't have to kill everything. We're just going to sell and trade. And it kind of seems to be the way this list runs a little bit, that you're relying on, okay, is it a good time to sell this? Should I, at the end of like the final turn, I'm going to sell whatever I've got anyway? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right. So we're on to day two. You are five and one, so you don't have to play into the top cut. Um, but you are in the top 16 match. Who is your opponent? So I was from the, uh, Swiss. I ended up being sixth. Okay. So I, uh, saw the two guys who I was playing, uh, that I could potentially be playing against. And there was a IG list and Han Rangers. Okay. And the bit that we all kind of knew was because we've played six rounds day one. So all the maps are gone. Oh, that's right. That's so right. it's a nice reset, uh, and they were playing. They were playing on priority message. Okay. And for me, I'm like, uh, I kind of like this mission because I can charge up. Yeah. And so priority message is gone, and uh, I'm playing a the. It was the Han Rangers gent from Holland that won. Okay. Um, and so he's come into the round two and I know I'm playing Han Rangers and the lit map gets drawn and it is, uh, concealed treasures and he's got the three smuggler Han Ranger list. Oh no. And oh, so that is like, that, that's like, honestly, like your worst, like your oh, worst yeah, yeah. match out there. It's like, oh great. Uh, well, I, I get to play my first top 16 match and ouch. Yeah, that is brutal. Three regular smugglers. I mean, man, they are like the king of this map. Oh, yeah, it was a real, okay, uh, um, I haven't got the map I want. I'm now playing. And the only thing that, um, because me and Avidas were there talking about it, well, uh-huh. we, because he, Avidas went 6-0. and So the previous European champion, um, and he's running the, uh, similar to the AIG list, or it might be the exact same, uh, that was run from Worlds that became popular, uh, He's there going, well, you probably want the Han Rangers because there's more models for killing from Jabba. Yeah, I get. Yeah, but then, like, it's counterbalanced by the fact that, like, those models are going to be running and picking up, you know. He's going to get four points for picking up a crate. You're only going to get three points for killing that smuggler. Yes. And, well, you don't know the mission at the time. And so, oh, yeah, I'm that's like, true. Oh, okay. So, uh, we didn't know the mission. I don't know. And that's where I'm going, yeah, I see your point. And we're both there going, oh, so we're hoping Han Rangers does it. Um, and all of a sudden the mission gets turned and I go, I wish it was IG. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, why, why, why did it have to be this? Um, yeah. I managed to get some early big kills with price on their heads and celebration. Okay. And it paid dividends and secured me the victory. So tell me, so let, let just like a quick, a quick, um, question on that. Who, who, who are you attacking? Like, who are you going for? Are you trying to kill the smugglers to get them off the board? Are you trying to just, like, ru- running everybody at Han and the Rangers? Like, what's the plan? Right. So, well, I've got Delia's scheme. I know which zones I normally like. So, okay. for now, Hutter, we all know which one people want. It's the bottom yep. zone. Yep. For uh, S-Crew, it's the uh, zone with the fountain on it that you yep. can see there. And then on this map, I prefer the indoors. Okay. Uh, so generally, if I get my choice, I'm going to default to those three. Now, with Hera's move, I was more looking for the plan of moving forward because he had um, 
Han Rangers, and he, the bit that helped me was he moved the Rangers where you've got that central corridor. Yep. He went for the Ranger shots early and wanted to shoot all the way down the corridor to my wiki that I okay. had budged forward one. Yep. With Hera. Which uh, is going to put him like right on the edge. Right on the edge, but it means that they're only four spaces away to collect that first crate. Mm, yes. So they can either move up and hide or move and collect the crate, depending on what plays out. And so they took those early shots. And when the bit that saved me was I had tough luck. And he re-rolled. So one of the shots missed, uh, which was a, a focused shot. So Huge. for me... Great, yeah, huge. He's lost a focus shot. I've still got a model that's not taking any damage. Um, and then he didn't have the range on the other ones, even with a reroll, because he was really having to do... It was like range 12 shots with Blue Blue. Okay. So he's put uh, one ranger in a killable position. Yeah, that's the he is overexposed for no benefit other yeah. than pulling tough luck out of your hand. But he's lost a focus, and that is a trade you should take every time. Well, he, he's lost a focus, but he didn't kill the model he wanted to kill. Yeah, exactly. If, and, if he killed a weak ray, it's like right. Well, he's going to be happy. Yeah, um, sure. And I was he had Hera stat next to them and Gideon, and I'm there waiting for almost the new orders to come out, um, which didn't. So it was like right, okay. And I know as uh, as long as I keep the initiative turn. Two, mm-hmm. that ranger is toast. Yep. And that's the target priority. Um, yep. And so my ethic on this map with him was whatever he gives to me, my aim is I need to kill it. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was going into this that I'm going to have to play it more on the fly, look at how, because if he played really conservative and hid behind the doors turn one, I'd have picked the crate up and moved it back. I had, yeah, to, I had to have about three different viewpoints, I felt, that it's like, right, well, if I need to, I had already planned that Vinto can move five and pick up the other crate. So I could potentially pick up two of the crates and try and get eight points myself. Okay. And keep in my little corner and just retreat them back if I need to. Um, yeah. If he gave me anything, I would take the shot before I picked up the crate. So this is where one of the bits was he ran the smuggler where you've got the, on the desert outside, you can run all the way up straight uh, to that crate that you've got the slight obscurity from the red uh, moisture evaporator. Yep, on the, in the top right corner of the map if yeah, you're looking at it. that yep. one. Uh, so I hope people understand where we're talking about. It, you yep. can If you move Vinto effectively against the wall where he's near the crate as well still, he can take a long-range shot onto a smuggler. Okay. Now, I had, uh, with that... Because of that in mind, on this map, normally I'm there going, right, white dice, I need to focus up the wiki unless I've got cards in hand. I'd focused Vinto because I know he can get into a position that's far more comfortable for him. Yeah. And then take that, it was going to be a, at like range seven shot. Okay. So that's I'd plan. If he's focused. He's focused. And I'd also yeah. then made sure I'd put Hera within three spaces of that spot. Okay. So I could then boost, because my one was, whatever I can kill, I want to take turn one. A, so I've got black market options. Yep. B, I need to get your activations down. That's a great point, especially with nine activations and three of them being smugglers. Yeah. Now, this one might have been the eight activation variant with Rebel High Command. Oh, okay. uh, So 
he's but whatever he's going to give me now i've got a ranger sat out there a smuggler and i think i so on vinto's first turn he's taken the shot the smuggler killed him okay which means he's not able to pick up that crate i've got three points in the bank and it kind of gives me that little bit of a a little buffer for black market and what i want to do um and so that was my plan was like the when he took the shots at the rangers i've then gone to right well now i'm going to just either focus up and hide so i can shoot your rangers next turn so my plan changed because of his movement instead of going for the crates which is what i was having to think about for the defensive play i've just gone right great i'm going to switch it straight full-on offense yeah so yeah, that was it was a very interesting and cagey match because it wasn't like I could go for a normal default plan. Yeah, absolutely. You have to play very reactionary, which is not often where you want to be. No, that's true. But obviously, like that is that is where the victories the, the victories are pulled, right? Is like yeah. when you're the matchup's a little uncertain and you're it's it just sounds like what you're able to do was you know, as you're saying, killing everything that's presented, being willing to be conservative in terms of just taking incremental advantage in the board state as opposed to like going for some huge swing. Yeah. And it's just like Rangers are devastating. We all know that. And if you lose one, yep. they can still maybe take out a model. But if you lose two, that one Ranger doesn't isn't daunting. Nope, not at all. You're, you're like, right, well, I can take a shot from a Ranger um it's fine that's not a as much of a worry and so as soon as you can start almost scalping out and the joy of scalping rangers because compared to mine like most of mine have got a smuggler so you know on the lamb is all over the place and you then go to the other way whether he's got rangers uh that can't run away and they can be pierced all right so uh so you won top 16 on a top eight on to top eight and it's uh, Alistair Scott. Oh, Alistair. So, yeah, we're we're lining up, and he was running uh, Imperials. Okay, one of the few. One of the few. Uh, he'd done, obviously, really well with it. And he was running uh, Vader, two elite jets, uh, the riot troopers with cross-training. Oh, yes, I like this. Yeah, so it's the one, so you can basically have Imperials with... Nice little cheap spies, um, and I'm there looking at the remaining like uh, four missions that we could be playing, and I'm going. Do you know what? Like shielded would be awesome. Uh, like lost and found, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I would really not like? Is like uh, concealed treasure. Uh, no, we've just had concealed treasures. Uh, it, it would be like I really wouldn't want raining freight. Yeah, so guess what I was playing on? You're you're buying raining freight. Yay! <laughs> so uh, yeah, oh, Imperials man. with riot troopers that you know you can pick up crates all day long. Yep, he doesn't care. So yeah, and taking shots to kill taking shots to kill a riot trooper to prevent him from picking up crates that is a that makes you feel bad. Yeah, it's not for me. I like any little kill. Oh, that's true. I but, guess you got you got ways to maximize your 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 point spread. Yeah, because it's like right. Well, you're paying five points. I'm at least getting three for him. Yeah. And uh, this is where it's like, okay, I'm getting three, and then because you've got cost training, when I kill the last one, I'm getting four. Yeah, that's a good point. So, good point. So I'll take the. It's uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yes, I'm only getting a little, but uh, I can take him off the board. It will be nice. 
Yeah. So we play Raining Freight, and all of our games come down to a close nail biter. And so we're playing through. Uh, I managed to get an early. I killed one of the riot troopers uh, with a uh, Onar move up um, to shoot him, kind of full blast, because he was on. Uh, he was coming down on the. So I'm in the bottom zone. So he's coming down the left flank. Okay. Yeah. So he's on like the left side, and I'm like, right. Well, I've managed to deal with one. And then when we get into turn two. Uh, I've got Vinto who's run up on the right side already and he's looking at the other riot trooper and it seemed like too good an opportunity so the Vinto has put, used price on their heads to shoot the other riot trooper. Yes. Uh, he's priced, rapid fired and it's like great I've killed him and so for those normally four point models and then plus one for cross training I've got six, seven... Uh, 11 points yeah that's huge and yeah, like, that's so awesome but it is and then it's also this little bit that kind of keyed into this game um where it then became right well i've got 11 points for your two little models but i've taken none of your real attackers off yeah but you have taken his spies off which is not not nothing no it's not nothing it was good it meant that was early i didn't have any real spy cards played on me um it does mean though because it's obviously got zillow those spy cards are just going to be extra armor I've got to chew through. So, yeah, as soon as you've got that extra armor, it's something that is always going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And it's something you've got to deal with. So I was like, great, I've got to look at that. And then uh, we it kept going. And by the end of it, there was a, a key moment. We've got – I'm we're basically trading pieces. Uh, and Alistair was in a stronger position. He's got Vader. Uh, down to the little, uh, down to the two red bit uh, that blocks a lot of the central area on the bottom zone. So Vader's deep in my territory, and uh, the bit that was needed for me and saved me uh, was that he used, and it's one of the new command cards where if they're within three, they take a damage for a brawler. Okay. Yep. So he's, I've got a weak way on one health and mm. he um, used that to kill one. Okay. Uh, force choked Hera, who was on one health. So he's then gained uh, eight and he had okay. two and he just put two crates by Vader. Oh my gosh. And so he's got 12 points. Uh, so he picks oh up the gosh. two crates and uh, we had that little bit where he goes, I think that's game. And it's like, so yeah, Vader's done. And I've gone, no, that's only 12 points. And he was, it's like, and he's going, oh, I've miscounted that. And he goes, I'll own my mistake. Oh. And he was a proper gentleman. He goes, look. Oh, good. Like, he goes, no, I, I'll own my mistake. And we had this joke because it was my miss. We, we both know that I misplayed at the first nationals we played together. <laughs> right at the last, like, Bosk, I shot the wrong person. Um, oh, man. But it's this, and we went, oh, this might be the moment where we've both gone one for one, where we've just gone, brain fart. Uh, whoops. Because that left him on 38 points. Oh, my gosh. So he thought there was like, that's game. And I'm looking at it, and Vader's now deep in my zone with about five health left. Oh, man. Um, and so uh, I've 
the turns basically played out and we're playing it. It was just like, I've had to move Vinto up. Who's, uh, had to rapid fire and I've killed a jet trooper to kind of get me back into contention because I think that put me to, uh, 27 points. Oh man. All you need is Vader. Um, so yeah, I need Vader, but I haven't really got the attack unit within range. So I've got, I've, I've bolt slung the two damage from Vinto onto Vader so he's now got three health left. Okay. Um, and so this is one of these moments I'm always going to remember. So we're like, yeah, great. Okay. Vader's got three health left. Uh, he's there going, right, well, you can't you you can't almost order a hit with Jabba because it's going to put you to 39. Oh, my God. Because yes. so it puts me in a real thing. And I'm sat there knowing that negation's gone and I was holding celebration. <sighs> and so we've got this, like, okay, I've got to figure out because – uh, he's then blocked the easy view shot for the final. I've got a single weak ray who could could have moved up and shot, but I can't now because he's blocked it with another person. And so I've had to, with Jabba, um, I've done order a hit with the weak ray to, get, to fire a random shot at another jet trooper to move two spaces. Oh, my gosh. I've then to the limited to then focus the oh. weak ray. Yeah. So I've had to do the shot first, then focused him. The Weequay could then move the four so he could clearly see Vader. Oh my gosh. And it was like, we're going, right, well, it's down to a final dice roll. So you couldn't want it any other way when we've got the, right, okay, it's a big, um, I've got to get three damage through. Uh, we've rolled the dice. Uh, I've made him re-roll, uh, like he's rolled, I think, three def- uh, four defense. Okay. So I've made him re-roll the three because he had a three and a one. Yep. And so that yep. brought it down to 1-1. One, one. Oh, man. Uh, and I've got enough that it's like – and we, we're doing the math, and it's like, right, so uh, I think Zillow's already expired. Uh, you've got one card in hand, and he's going, right, so even if I ditch the card, there is – and we're there looking at it, and it's like, you need a three. It's got to be a one in six to save him. Oh, man. So he, he picks up the dice and re-rolls it, and it's not – he goes, yeah, oh, yeah. so Vader's toast. And like yep. everyone's around us is watching because like yeah. a lot of the like the UK community, obviously, you know me and Alistair, and they're watching and there's other people and we're all kind of like, okay. And it's like, right, so that's going to put you to this. And I, you know that moment when you're like, oh, I think I can actually do this. And I've then put celebration down and it's just like, oh, yes, the happiest moment when you're like, yeah, it's gone yes. through. So, yeah, Man. two points in it for... Uh, top eight it was like playing the final already that's so awesome gosh that's awesome and i mean alistair obviously i don't know how many imperials made top 16 but he's such a good player and doing it with imperials in the european meta is awesome oh yeah that many ranges and he was still doing really good work and it was just that this is but that final moment we've looked at each other and it's like yep big man hugs and oh like the bromance is there uh, that's awesome and then i'm like right okay and now i've got to get ready to play the next round <laughs> that's it top four so yeah we get on to top four and the top four there was three identical lists of the nine activation harm rangers oh my gosh and then me yeah indeed. <laughs> um and so we had uh two from spain okay and I believe the other gent there was 
I'm not going to say because I, I'm going to probably just do him a discredit if I get the wrong country. So I know there's okay. two from Spain because they're the two I played. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, spoiler, we top four, I win. It's another nail-biter of a fight. Okay. Um, but 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 you've played Concealed Treasures and Raining Freight, so, I mean, it can't get any worse than that well, for them. Yeah. Um, we were then, this one, we were playing, it was stashed away. Okay. Um, okay. So, because, yeah, the, the, the final map was shielded. Okay. So we're playing awesome. stashed away. Um, and it's like, right, okay, uh, it, it's a little bit better because at least I can get the early points I want. I can stand next to things. I can take shots. Um, really good player. Really um, thoughtful about his process. You could see where afterwards I'm there going, what's he going to do? And then he'd do something slightly that you weren't planning for. Mm. And it was like, ah, and then you could see why, because he was setting up uh, for the next round. And so, yeah, really nice guy. It got to the nail biter. And then we, the final bit was effectively, it was another Onar rush to kill something. It was, uh, this was, I think I got another Onar R2. Oh, awesome. With price to bring it back. And we're looking at the points and we're effectively both on like 38. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. So let me, I'll get the numbers. Effectively, he was on 33 and I was on 38, okay. you know, or close to that. And okay. so he needs four of the crates to get his eight points to win. Okay. He's got the higher model count and I've got uh, Onar. Okay. I, I think at this point I had Onar, Vinto had just been taken out, Hera, 3PO, Jabba. Okay. So I'm really low on offensive models. Um, I'm using Hera to take pop shots. 3PO is effectively now holding objectives. And the bit that, because uh, I, I explained afterwards, and I got to that bit where I've had a moment of clarity, and I've realized that depending on what he does on this next move, he had two activations left, one being a smuggler and one being... What did he run over there? A ranger? Okay. He'd run a ranger away that was on one health that I wanted to kill. And, okay. And they are... So I'm in the... If I was looking at the map, I'm in the inside area again. And he is in the inside... But he's got those two models by the inside crate at the top right corner. Okay. Um, I've got 3PO on the uh, first outside crate just near the terminal uh, middle bottom. And I've got Onar near the terminal, near uh, his terminal. And okay. it might have been that I was on 39, because what I've then looked at is I had this moment of clarity. I've looked through my discard and what cards I've got in hand, and yep. I've realised that I've got um, a one-point and a two-point card left in the the oh. in my command deck. Okay. No, I've got two two-pointers. And it's like, right, I know I've got just uh, tools for the job and like heightened left. And so I'm like, right, those two are the bottom two cards. And I'm not getting, okay. I'm only going to draw one. Okay. And I'm weighing it all up and I went, I can sell the other. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, so that's come into the head. I've ordered the hit, killing a ranger, which is probably what then put me to 39. 
Okay. So I've had to lose the points. I've got to 39, and Onar has taken the two steps from where he was near the ter- their terminal to block one of the ranges that he had on one of the other crates. Okay. Because you bit- just got to hold him off from getting 40 before you can sell for Black Market. Yes. And where it also came up, because they, everyone was looking around me, because there was he had enough activations that I passed. Okay. And everyone asked why afterwards, and I said, because if he moved the smuggler... Yes. Um, to the centre one, it meant he couldn't contest my one that I was going to get two points on. Um, and so, effectively, it was, if I kill this model, I'm going to get enough. If I don't kill him, I'm going to contest enough, and I will be able to sell for black market to get me to 40. So it was a win-win either way. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it, it was obviously that close, and it was only until that last moment where you've got this kind of like, we're sat there, I'm thinking, and I've gone, <laughs> I know, right, I, I've got to move here. I can test that one of the two middle ones. You've already moved the smuggler, so you can't block mine. I either kill you, and I'm going to get this final kill on a ranger, and that does it, or I'm going to be sat on 39, uh, 37 points, uh, thirty, you know, and basically black yeah. market sale to push me one higher than you. So I would be on 39. You would only be on 37. Uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. So it was really close and it was like minor math calculations that to get exactly right now, I'm obviously failing to explain probably properly. So I apologize to no, the internet world. No, yeah, that's all right. They, they get, they get, I mean, in terms of like the dynamic of it, but yeah, really good game. That's awesome. All right, so now you're on to the final. So, yeah, on to the final, and it's uh, Han Rangers again. Of course. And this time it's on Shielded. Okay. Um, and so I'm then playing the same dynamic that I'm going, right, well, you're going to want these four points from the Shielded. Uh, I obviously want to minimize how many you get early on with three smugglers, um, and I need to get hidden straight away because you can obviously take those early Ranger shots. So I've uh, put my, I, I've played really defensively, and I took a, a little gamble that I, I normally shimmy C3PO out with Hera one space so that he can move three and be the terminal caddy. So yeah, I'm my aim is I need to take whatever he'll give me again, but I need to minimise how much he uh, uh, takes from the shielded crates. And, Absolutely. Uh, so he's got three uh, smugglers. Uh, I've I normally wouldn't, but because I know he'll take the early shot. So 3PO is going to be the uh, caddy like normal. And he took two focused shots at 3PO. Interesting. Uh, well, and he had to take the second because the first one he did a re-roll, which Tough Luck saved me from. Gosh dang, that's such a, that is so awesome. And that was after he'd element of surprise, so I had no defense. Oh my gosh. So oh, that's huge. That was a, a big, you could see where it almost just shook him up. And this is against Oscar, who's, I played Oscar in the Euros last year. Mm. And it shows like the change because last year he was running Echo Base Troopers um, and Sabs. And obviously he had a quite a fun uh, focus up older list. And then so we've got yeah. the Han Rangers. And I, so I knew Oscar, um, but he's taking this long range shot and it meant that that shot was gone and then mm. the second shot he rolled and i've obviously got someone next to 3po and the re-roll comes in and it's a dodge and he obviously hasn't got heightened reflex oh man so it's like well great that was a bit of luck for me otherwise i think 3po would have been toast but so early on two focused shots gone 
Uh, I can get into position. I know the Rangers have gone. I've just got to make sure everyone is hidden so I get no extra shots from Hahn. Yep. So effectively, I do that bit that we all like to do on that map that you start cowering around all the little hidey hole spots and start building up. That's right, especially because you're on bottom, right? And yep. so it's you've got a great way to cower. Yeah, I, I'm. everyone was being a chicken. Everyone was getting into the little kind of cubby holes. Yep. And uh, he has slowly put like um, the smugglers uh, on three of the uh, shielded tokens. Yeah. And I had already run Vinto up the far right side into that little tunnel. Yep. And I'd run that him early because I didn't want to lose Vinto. And it was more to see if yeah. I could get four points. But it worked out because he's run a smuggler to block that one. The One of the other smugglers I managed to take out. Uh, and I don't think I did it turn one. It might have been the beginning of turn two. But he's basically got... Uh, so that one's contested, and he claimed two of the others with smugglers. So uh, at the end of turn one, he was eight points up. Okay. Um, I've had to build. I think I managed to maybe get one, and then he's claimed it was something else. But it was eight, and I've gained a few. Uh, I think I'd killed one because I gained three points because the card I turned on Black Market was Assassinate. Oh, man. So uh, I'm glad I had those three points because I've bought it because you want that set in your hand, especially when you've got rangers at long range, and you need to make sure you kill one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, we get on to turn two. I don't. He doesn't steal the initiative, um, and I've basically gone right. Let's just eliminate as much as I can. And so it was whatever I could. So Vinto's gone, and effectively dealt with one of the smugglers, and uh, he had a brilliant turn because he, you've got that eight activate, the nine activation list, and R two is on the on the terminal. Yep. And so I've rapid fired at long range, and uh, I believe this is where I played Assassinate um, on R2 to okay. finish him off, and then shot the uh, Smuggler, and so finished both. Mm, man, that's huge. Um, and I think there was a celebration in there. Oh, man. So, okay. So that gave me an early, like, a bit of points back, because I was already, I've paid the three points for Assassinate. Yep. So it's brought us more to level pegging. I've just crept ahead. Um, uh, uh, the first three things he lost were the smugglers and R2. I hadn't managed to take away any of the offensive. And I, at this point, I don't think I'd lost anything. See, but and I would say like the reason why this is big for the game state is now he's down activations, right? Mm. He no longer has the activation advantage. And he also does not have low cost figures that he can just throw out there right in order to contest objectives yeah so he's now got to use those more key models um he's lost yep. material that was probably going to help him catch up with the points yep and no it wasn't celebration at this point i've just managed to kill and then equal points i've got back to eight eight because okay yeah, there was no celebration. There might have been a price on their heads or something. It might have been that I priced another smuggler. There was so much of this similar repetitive. Obviously, I found something that worked. Yeah. And then I've gone, oh, look, there's another smuggler. Do you know what? If I price on their heads, that's going to be seven points. Or So 
I've priced at this point, but I haven't celebrated. And so I've just crept over. We've basically continued playing the game. I've had some, there were some lucky shots. Like I put, uh, uh, I had a range seven shot with Onar. Okay. He's focused. And it was more because I was diving in and out of hidey holes. Yeah. I, I'm not willing to give up until he wants to commit more. And so he'd moved his range slightly forward. It was range seven, but he was in, within three of Hera and he was focused. Okay. So I know I've got minimum range four. I'm not likely to be able to use the surges, but I know I've got to roll five on the dice. Yeah, sure. Um, the dice gods obviously love me. I rolled five. Woo. Well, uh, I mean, like, that you only needed, like, one one extra result on one of those dice. So, yeah. you know, that's not that's, that's not even, like, super lucky. If it would have been, like, six, maybe that's a little bit further that you needed to pull from the dice. But, yeah. you know, five on blue, green, green is not that crazy. No, it isn't. But, you know, when you just, oh, I'm going to take this pop shot because I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I need to take it yep. because it's something good. So we've taken the shot. I've, he had no re-rolls. He rolled fairly low. I looked at the dice. I've. Um, with the plus two from Hera, it meant that seven was going through on a ranger, mm. which then was like, oh, right, well, this I'm going to take a, for me, it's not a certain hit shot, uh, has turned into a gold dust that it's like there's a oh, ranger gone. Oh, heck. Yes, indeed. That is, okay, that is huge. So it's like, right, okay, and then Onar hides back in his cubby hole and they can't get to me again. Mm. Um, so we, we continue on. I've managed to take a few more pieces off. Uh, I think there's probably been some trades now that I've lost um, some of mine. Uh, I think it was a weak way, but I, I, I'm relatively losing uh, not that many. So I've managed to keep the board state how I would like it, uh, and I've pushed further up the board. And like Onar, it, it was getting into the final bit that I you've got Han has now. So if I'm at the bottom zone again, he Han's pushed round to the right hand the left-hand tunnel uh, yeah. where you've got the little gap and things and he's trying to push around with him he's taken some shots he's killed um, another weak way and I'm looking at where Onar is and not liking the fact that he's going to get shot at the end of the turn yeah and Onar's taken a bit of damage now as well and so um, I'm looking at this board state and basically the final board state bit that we've got uh, like going into the final all kind of like turn is he's got Han and two Rangers, and where he's pushed the Rangers hard to the right so that they can... One's focused, one's not. Uh, they've taken shots at Vinto. Uh, I believe Vinto's probably dead at this point, um, and I'm looking at it, and he's got... I've got to the limit in my hand, and I know negation's been played. Okay. So he's... Uh, negation had been played to stop me taking the initiative... Which okay. I think I'd played t- the initi- take the initiative with the intention of hopefully drawing negation and not that worried about losing it. Yeah, indeed. Um, so Onar uh, was on one of the crates and it meant that I was, I think I was on like 34. Okay. So 34, 35. And you've got people, obviously, I think it's people are looking, oh, am I going to go for a ranger? What am I going to try and do to secure it? I think it must have been 34 because I'm there going, I know I need six. Yeah. Um, six points to do it. 
and he's managed to catch up. Obviously, Vinto's died. He had Hahn, who's run down and got the far left token. So we've both gained, I think I gained eight points. He's gained four. And so, you know, it's a race to the end now. Um, Absolutely. And I, and I, so it comes to my turn to actually have the initiative. Um, Onar has, I've got to the limit in hand, and he's got Gideon in the, you know, in the starting deployment zone at the top, you've got the three squares of water. Yep. And he's behind the red block, and I'm looking okay. at it, and I'm going, I'm focused. I might not have been focused, but I'm going, right, I can move, rush, be two squares away and take a shot at Gideon, and I've got the game-winning card potentially in hand, and it's relatively doable to do five damage with Onar. Is, and Onar is focused for this shot? I don't think he, he I think I had got him focused up. I, I deliberately, I feel like on a lot of this, instead of using Jabba for attacks, and this might be part of the strategy, I was using him to draw extra cards and focus rather than paying the two points okay. of the attack unless it was key. Unless okay. it was like, I'm going to remove IG before he activates, I'm not paying the points. Okay. So it, he's been a focus battery and he's already focused. And I believe so. It's like, I've got a focused owner so I can afford to lose maybe one of the surges, but he's done the rush up. And I'm looking at the spot because I'm then going into the left-hand corner. So Han can't move four spaces and get to me to shoot Onar because Onar's got like six health left. Um, his rangers, he's got one that's focused and one's not, and only one of them would be able to get back round to see me. Okay. Um, and it wouldn't be within five. It would be four squares away. Okay. To get the shot, so he's not going to get rerolls. And it's like, right, I've got to go for the door die, and I feel like I could be defensible enough that I can hold one shot off. Um, and if not, if he killed Onar, I've got enough figures still, hopefully, to then take crates because he'd have activated the rangers, which means those two crates on that side of the field are free for me to run to. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm looking at it going, right, I can either run for the crates afterwards if he goes for the rangers. If he wants to run Han up there, um, I'll just have to wait out the turn. Or I would then... But So we do the shot. Um, I get the five damage through. Gideon oh, dies. Man. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And so you've got that collective moment and then it's like, and I play Celebration again. So and yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And it's like, so in the top 16, I think Celebration or Price on Their Heads uh, got me three of those games for the win. That's so crazy. I mean, I, I love it. And I have, you've totally sold me on it. I've, I didn't, I never saw Celebration until last December. We went, when we first started like traveling for regionals, we went out to Denver and I played Daniel Perez, who is, he's such an awesome guy. He actually beat me out of both the Colorado regional and the art regional. And he beat me in the first game with celebration. I was like, I had the, like the win locked down. I thought, cause I'm like, I'm going to have Lando go up. It was on anchorhead cantina and, you know, pick up some things and give me points. And I'm like, there's no way for him to get, he'll kill Ahsoka. And then he's four points down. I had on the land miracle worker. There's no way he can kill anybody else. Kills Ahsoka and he celebrates. And I'm like, what the heck does that card do? Right? Like I hadn't even seen it before, but now, man, I mean, just the value of, especially with price on their head, an eight point swing is just amazing. Like that's just awesome. Obviously as a, as you, as you demonstrated. Well, it seems to be the way it's the only, it's almost to rush the extra points. It does have its down flaws. But, like, Celebration, with the amount of named characters that are played now, if you look at, like, a year and yeah. a half ago, maybe more, where it was a lot more Imperial, no named characters. If you saw one, you were lucky. It was normally Jedi Luke. Yeah. 
and now we've got all of these cool named characters back in which they should be it's uh yeah. it's just awesome yeah that is awesome okay so i mean luke you're the european champion you're the best i'm not the best i was i'm gonna thank the dice gods a little <laughs> and I, I i played to a good standard i hope i hope i was not oh, a negative absolutely. play experience to anyone and I, all i can sing the praises of is everyone that was there and the the guys i actually played were all gentlemen and scholars and it was just such a nice time that's so awesome that's awesome tell us like what was the thing that, what was the thing that surprised you the most about the european meta for for the championship <sighs> i don't think there was any i like there was a lot of Han rangers um i I like some of the diversity. Like you, you see the diversity, but when you, it's normally in the mid table where you see the the greatest uh, options coming out, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I, I think like straight after Worlds because what you did see was you saw a lot of the oh look we've got the eight IG list came very popular, and it's yep, the same absolutely. as like when Ugnaughts were the year before. Yep. And it's so people were using it. Um, and I think with a lot of these, it is down to how you pilot them still. Absolutely. And I like, mean, I've, your list shows that, right? Well, I've been running this list for a year, and it's like, right, I think I'm getting it now. I've got lots of the bits. I feel like the command deck is now finally where I want it to be. Yeah. Um, and that kind of helps. The I, I almost don't know because it's like uh, you you need to know how you pilot it, but there's all the other little factors of what's going to turn up. I feel like mine can be an all-comers list. It might have slightly uphill and downhill, but I don't think there's as huge a swing as some of the others. Yeah, indeed. I totally get that. Like uh, uh, We've all got peaks and troughs, but there's certain maps and missions that you don't want to see. But I feel yeah, like I whatever's put on the table, I, I, it should be within killable. Yeah, You've got enough. You've got enough flexibility. I'd say the only weakness, which you you totally know, is you don't have great objective runners. But yeah. like there are ways to make up for that. Well, my way is uh, when you come for that objective, I'm hoping I've got a gun pointed at it, so <laughs> that's I can. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the. It's like right, well, I know you're going to want to come for this objective, and I'm going to sit here camping that spot, like uh, <laughs> like somebody on a computer game <laughs> with a sniper <laughs> rifle, just waiting for you to <laughs> pop your head over, and hopefully I can do something. That's it. Fortnite right there. That that that's yeah. awesome. That, I mean it, it makes total sense. That used to be like that used to be the the standard logic was that it was tough to go for objectives because you could just get killed too quickly by scum. But then it seemed like Empire was kind of changing the math like with Jabba's and everything like that. And now that Jabba's is out of the rotation, obviously, you know, objectives are not like the job on Jabba's palace. Empire had a realistically a strong way to get to lock down eight points at the start of the first round, right? And yeah. you couldn't contest that unless you were going to, you know, put yourself in some serious harm's way. They can still kind of do the same thing with Shielded, but it's just kind of a different dynamic, right? And so I do really, I, I really just like that aspect of your list in terms of you might not be able to do objective control, but you've got way to control objective control. Yeah, it's different ways, and I think that's well, it is what's healthy with the meta at the moment. There is lots of options, and it's just learning which one you like playing. Um, yeah, I, 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 when I first did the list, it was because I wanted to do a non-humanoid list. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was the fluff. But that was like the, right, well, can, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, no, I've got no humans in this. They are all aliens. Yes. It's There's none of this like human supremacy. It's like, can we bring it back? And it's like, yeah, this is quite different and fun. That's awesome. Great point. Great point. Uh, Luke, so now that, I mean, you're obviously you're an incredible player. I would like you to tell me a figure that you think is underrated in the current meta. Dracotta. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. 
I, I, I really, I love that model. I love the abilities it's got. I just, the problem I feel it has, and this is what I'm hoping comes out with the new Lothal stuff, is like Wookiee heavy weapon means that it's type locked with not a lot of other uh, brilliant stuff or there isn't enough to make a strong command deck, I feel, around it. That's a great, great point. So I, I like the model. It's got like you've got plus one accuracy, plus one damage, plus one armor, just in build. Yeah. Um, yep. You've got the surge for the damage, and you've got uh, blue, green, yellow. Yep. So and you've got that plus one. You've got the range, so it means you've got that minimum range four. You've got that awesome shrapnel ability. Oh, I love that. Oh, and I love so shrapnel good. because it's like, wait, actually, I want to blast one back onto the model I've already hurt exactly it's like oh cool i can with this it's like oh i can have blast two or i can blast one everyone else including the model i've just hit yes please this is oh look i yes. left you on one that's it no oh, there you go so i i'm hoping like i'm hoping uh that sabine comes out and maybe has heavy weapon oh i could see that because explosive. well she's all explosive as well and that would be like really awesome for me i would like yeah you can now have this rebel list you can have uh, more heavy weapons in there because unfortunately the sabs now suffer from days gone by itis oh yeah definitely and they're, uh, they're too far below the curve well they are but they they aren't i like i really i i we were running a fun list that i enjoy playing which is uh chewy dracotta uh elite sabs elite uh basic wookies uh gideon 3po okay and it's just a six activation, but it's more because I can then get Wookiee and heavy weapon cards in. Yes. And it's just fun. And I like like the Wookiee cards. Some of them are really good. Like Wild Fury on Chewbacca. If you really it's want just... to go to town. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. It's just like, right, I'm going to be putting shots everywhere. He could already be focused. He's going to have two focused shots. If you mm. Or if you need to just go, right, I really want to pump out the damage. It's possible even with Drock. It's just like, yep, I'm going to enjoy this. Um, and then, like, I love Maximum... Fi it's an awful card in one sense for a three cost, but Maximum oh, Firepower yeah. for that yes, plus indeed. four damage double action. Yep. But I managed to line it up once. I got to live the dream where it was Maximum Firepower. So effectively, it's plus five inbuilt damage because it's yes, indeed. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I've got my focused shot and I'm shooting this target, and I'm holding lock-on in hand. And it's like, I'm waiting for you to roll a dodge hand or whatever, <laughs> because you're going to not run or anything, and it's like, oh, dodge comes up, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to see what I've got. And it's like, no, are you running away? No, okay, modifies for me, lock-on, bye-bye, dodge. Oh. oh, my gosh. And you can one-shot, uh. it was like one-shotting Han, and you're just like, I've lived the dream, I feel happy now. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I can retire now. Oh, there's that's certain, awesome. There's certain models that I like. Those lists are the ones mm -hmm. like at store champs. I love bringing because you can normally do some good stuff, but you've got it's a bit more situational. Whereas when you're playing yeah. top level, you want more consistency, don't you? Yeah, you gotta have. I mean, the thing is, like about the sabs is I love sabs, and like they were. I had 14 points of sabs in every single list I ran when I started the game. You know, and like. Because they could get focus. You could even put targeting computer on them and things like that. And I love them so much. But the problem is, like, they need focus, right? And units that need focus, you got to be wary of. And they're so fragile, right? Six yeah. six health on a white die. It's like, ooh, ooh. I, I kind of like the fragile. My bit with them that I always, like, when they were blast two, they were really cool. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and see, I never, I, I, I didn't know those days. Oh, uh, yeah. see, I, I had those days, and I, yeah, um, I have, I, I, I've managed to like, I, I've played enough games with most things that you get to live the dream once that you can go, yeah, I've done it. Where like you had uh, two units of stormtroopers bunched up, and they've thrown the grenade in. And um, I've played the blast car, the old heavy weapon, yes. you know, add one blast. Yep. And it's like, okay, Explosive that's blast weaponry. five, and all of the troopers are dead in one hit. Yes. Oh, man, that is the dream. And you're like, yeah, okay. And it's like, I, I don't feel like blast two on them would be excessive now, because like normal red-yellow no. is not an... Is, it's not going to get enough surges. You've still got to get damage through, and some of these things are so tough, you're not going to push it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Okay, well, if you think Tricotta is underrated, what's a unit that you think is overrated? I'm not sure on that one. Probably. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I think because a lot of the time things have their place. I really, mm-hmm. uh, like, you can see where, like, now, since Jabba and just before Jabba, a lot of the models have got their their job. They've got their role. They do it quite well, and they're all fairly even. I don't, like... Uh, like IG in the right hands, I because sometimes he can be, but if you've got yeah, IG in the right hands, it's great. If you have someone who overcommits him, IG dies. Yes, indeed. And it's the same with Han. Like you could almost say, uh, my only thing would be like, like Vader's forgiving. Yes, indeed. You can push the damage through if you've got hunters or something like that, or if you get enough shots. But like IG and Han can be really unforgiving, and yeah. so they can almost. I, if I was going to say anything, it's like. They're overrated. I'm overrated on when you've got people who go, oh, yeah, they're the best and they're going to do everything. And it's like they can as long as you keep them safe. Absolutely. That's a that's a good a good caveat. I really like that. Yeah, I think they because we all know they are good. It's just when you get the – so like when you've got new players, it's like, yeah, they can do an awful lot, but you can't. They are still your key piece. They still have to be a bit protected. And play them like they are. Han, Han Solo shoots first and doesn't like being shot at. IG was like the bounty hunter that turned up and basically went, well, I've got the biggest guns going. I'm going to fire everything at you. And then you haven't hopefully got a chance to shoot back at me. Neither like one yep. of them liked being shot in the fluff. It seems to apply in the game. Yeah, that's a great, that is a great point. An absolutely great point. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we want to thank Luke for coming on and giving us his Euros report. I mean, that is, it. it's incredible. I mean, it should be emphasized how incredible it is that a non-IG scum list is doing so well in the face of han rangers right and and the reason i'd say that is because i think ig has got a really strong um not an auto win condition but uh, like ig in the right hands has a really strong advantage against han rangers on most maps because if they can play defensively as soon as you get you you know your negation um blaze of glory combo ig can bomb in at the end of the round kill at least two you know as uh, with blaze kill at least two and sometimes like just completely wipe out a set of rangers or kill han and things like that right yeah and you know can just win at the start of the next round which is why he's so strong ig's really really strong and that you are able to win at you know at the top of such a competitive field without ig is just incredible luke well it's it's something different and i'm glad it's going and it's just if it, nothing else it hopefully shows that it everything still has its place we know that there are the best models um, I, I, if I could, I would have loved to have done it with Rangors. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. One day, one day, Luke. Well, it's, I'm going to throw it out there, if you don't mind, on the end, because I love, no. and it's possible, when you get the five-attack Rancor living the dream turn. <laughs> and you, have, you heard, you, have you come across this? 
No, never. Tell me. Right, so uh, the, the, you get your Rancor, um, you have to have it on the uh, non-defensive mode, and so you can Brutality, um, yep. and you've normally got it focused up, so you it gets, it's got its first attack, which is four dice. Um, okay. and which, brutal. Oh yeah, brutal, and I normally had it with Feeding Frenzy, so you've got that extra, once you've done one, you can tap it to add another damage, but... You get the you've got Beast Tamer and you do it on the turn that you get the initiative. They Beast Tamer forward at the start of the activation. You play single purpose on them and everyone looks at you funny going, "Well, you can't brutality twice." You go, "Yes, I know, but I'm gonna play it anyway." And you single purpose, you Beast Tamer forward, so you've still got your two actions. You get right into the mix. You do your first brutality, doing your four dice and your three dice attack. Oh, man. Um, you then uh, play Wild Fury, which then means you can Brutality twice because you've already played single purpose. Oh. And you Ooh. become fo- and you become focused, so you get another four dice and three dice attack. Oh, my gosh. And then you play to the limit. Oh, my gosh. And so you get another three dice attack, and it's just like I've, I've done it, I think, twice where we were playing it, and, like, one, I managed to get rid of Jedi Luke, Diala, Leia, and they were playing a Jedi list, and it's like... And he's basically just stomped on it, and it's like, right, I've got 28 points or something. Um, and All right. And now he's stunned and bleeding, but I really don't care. Kill that Rancor, please, because I've got a second one waiting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that's a dream killer right there, Luke. It's, that it's is a great the dream moment killer. when you can play something that's fun like that and just enjoy yeah. the silliness. Yes, indeed. I, I totally agree. Oh, that's awesome. Man, that's awesome. All right, well, as you have now, you have in- inspired people to not only play a non-IG scum list, but now people are going to be trying for a five, a five attack, a five attack Rancor. Gosh, that's gross. Yeah, five attack, one activation. It's all what we want. Oh, man, awesome. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you, Luke, for coming on. Thank you for having me, Kenny. It's been great. We want to thank everybody for listening. Again, we encourage you to join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. Also, another reminder is that Store Champs season is happening right now. If you are new to the game, Store Champs is an incredible time to test out lists. I mean, there's obviously no harm in picking up a list that's done really well, like DTs, 8-Act, IG, Pirates, Han Rangers is really good. Taking one of those lists and going to Store Champs, you know, you might get clobbered a little bit, but Store Champs is such a great time to break into the game because it's competitive in that, you know, people obviously want to win. There's good prizes at stake, but also it's low enough, it's low enough stress that people are going to be trying out different things. I mean, that's kind of what we've been doing here locally as we're getting ready for Store Champs is just kind of like testing out different stuff. And it's just a great time. Uh, great time to get involved. So we'd encourage everybody to um, look and figure out when your next store champs is and to go out and shop. Thank you again, Lucas, for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. And yeah, just play games, guys. Enjoy them. And everyone's so friendly in this community. 